following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bank! Bang, bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to episode 79 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum. This is Stank. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees, where we bring you brand new episodes every Monday. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us over uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We're at PWTCast. Dave, it's a very snowy day today. Um, it is uh, Sunday afternoon. So uh, there's, I know it's, today is Royal Rumble Day and probably a lot of podcasts coming out on Monday. We'll be talking about the Royal Rumble, uh, but it hasn't happened yet. So uh, congrats on the winner and ugh. The other guy should have won. Um, yeah, but uh, it, it was a snowstorm last night, and uh, your boy over here was not smart. He uh, he did not spend the night at home. And instead of taking an Uber to and from like I told myself I should, I figured, nah, it's okay. You know, it won't be that bad. Because last week it was the same thing where everyone was like, there's supposed to be a snowstorm. And there was no snowstorm, but David... Uh, I am currently parked at the Seven Eleven uh, <laughs> down the block from the shop because there is a giant yellow moving truck uh, down the street that I need to drive down, and uh, the alley to get into the other garage is uh, there's about it's up to my knees in uh, snow, and I'm about six feet tall, so a lot of snow. There'll probably be some shoveling a- after this podcast is done. Um, but did it hit you guys pretty hard out there in the burbs? Yeah, you know, we were actually so like I was in my garage most of the night last night. My wife got me this griddle, so we were making the tacos, and then it gets really smoky in the garage. So we had the garage door open, and it was just it was coming down, and it was it was warm enough where like a lot of it was hitting and then melting, and then as it gets colder, it's just dense, dense snow. Not quite ice yet, but like the kind that where if you're shoveling it, your back's gonna hurt and when we woke up this morning, there was just so much on the ground. It took like three of us to start shoveling the driveway and the and the sidewalks out. So uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to get that whole back alleyway uh, shoveled out. The, the other thing, there's nowhere to put the snow. If you are shoveling or snow blowing, it's the worst. I mean, listen, I don't give a shit about any of our neighbors. I'm going to yeah. just throw it in front of their garages. <laughs> you know? Fuck like. Em. Yeah, I I don't care. It's really just a bunch of yuppies that live in these overpriced small condos. Yeah. So They're always I, giving us looks. <laughs> yeah, so I don't care. I'm probably gonna wind up shoveling all the stuff uh, in front of their <laughs> places. Um, but yeah, this is probably the hardest snow we've been hit with, like all year. Yeah, yeah it's been weird, very weird winter, you know. Um, but we're not here to talk about the about the snow. Uh, you know, Dave and I, full transparency, we had two guests lined up, uh, both of them due to prior commitments had to pull out. So Dave and I thought, Hey, why not? We'll, we'll sit down and record an at home episode, which, um, we haven't done in a while. I don't think probably since like Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, there's also an announcement from us, uh, that we wanted to make. Um, you know, we, we've kind of, uh, talked about it a little bit here and there, um, and we you know we've teased it a little bit, but uh, coming next month, coming in the month of March, there will be a PWT Cast Patreon. Uh, you know, Dave and I, as much as this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees, um, not that much uh, pro wrestling or t shirt talk. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, we tend to just talk a lot of movies and TVs anyway. And uh, when we during the month of October, when we did the Halloween movie reviews, we had a lot of fun doing that. You know, yeah. like it's it was one of those things where I specifically remember us recording the Hereditary episode, and then us finishing and kind of just us like looking at each other and going, "That was so much fun!" Like, yeah. let's do more of that. And um, yeah, it's that wound up being the case. You know, we uh, we want to do some more of those. So those uh, again, there'll be more details to come soon as far as pricing and what our schedule will look like. Uh, but full transparency, just again, due to our busy schedules here at Pro Wrestling Tees, um, not episode, not every episode might be Dave and I. Um, we're gonna work to make sure that you know we do get Dave on every episode. But again, he is uh, he wears many hats here at the shop uh <laughs> yeah so uh we're gonna you know well yeah. and the good thing about us is that we have plenty of friends of the show so hey who knows um you know you might have a cousin jeremy or a wes allen or you know a wh park maybe pop their heads up uh for an episode or two which like i mean there are friends anyway so they'll probably wind up making their way through um but again you know there will be a, a full schedule of that kind of stuff so you can kind of see what we're going to be dropping every month and uh as well as a uh history of pine rangers miniseries that dave and i wanted to do um i've you know it's been no stranger if you follow me on my personal social media just listen to the show um Power Rangers is something I've sort of gotten back into. And yeah. uh, I fully blame you, Dave, because uh, you got that fucking awesome Power uh, Ranger Slayer action figure, yeah. which I always forget that you're as like you're a big Ranger fan. Yeah, well, m- mostly Mighty Morphin. Uh, I, real quick rundown, like when I was younger, my brother got into it and I looked at it as like a big Voltron ripoff because when I was younger, Voltron was like the big thing. And I was like, oh, animal robots combining to make one big robot. And like back then, I didn't know the wider world of like, you know, Super Sentai or Japanese tropes in general. And didn't realize that was just a thing that like a lot of Japanese shows did. So um, but then I, I got hooked on it when I was a kid. And, you know, Power Rangers is a multi-billion dollar franchise in and of itself. So we're sure some of you guys uh, have an interest in it, too. Yeah. And like. Um, just again through I, I fell into reading the comics which like I can't recommend enough you know like they're way better yeah. than they should be for a Power Rangers comic um, yeah. and yeah it was just I started watching a lot of like history of Power Ranger videos because again like even with me I followed it religiously to a certain point which I think is the case with most Ranger fans like yeah, I can't tell you about the super samurai uh <laughs> you know uh pirate yeah yeah, ninja pirates that they have now just because i don't watch them you know like even some of the older ones i try to go back and watch it's like you know i (laughs) i I made a tweet the other day that kind of you know got some uh chatter going on uh where i said i think the power rangers turbo movie is better than the mighty morphin rangers movie and uh you know that sparked some conversation and it's and it's one of those things you know like Every, I, I feel like everyone kind of has their Ranger team, you know, that they're like yeah. big fans of like clearly you with Mighty Morphin, right? Mm, yeah, for sure. Well, and and that's the, that's the beauty of Power Rangers, too, is that, um, you know, my stepsons were huge fans, but they, they were fans of like 
a Power Rangers team I didn't recognize. Like I didn't, I didn't know any about this. It, it, with the sole exception, Ed, this is kind of like a thing that goes through almost every Power Rangers through line. Tommy Oliver's there. Mm-hmm. He's just the eternal ranger but but yeah i mean that's kind of the beauty is that like some people would look at mighty morphin like that's cornball i'm a speed force guy or whatever you know and 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 every generation could have their own uh power rangers team that they like and it's just you know sometimes they'll do these specials where they'll have all the red rangers and then then you start to realize wow there's a lot more power rangers than i realized so it's a beautiful fandom it's got something for everyone and uh you know we'll talk about our little slice of it yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I've, uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna try and reach out to maybe a few Rangers. See, maybe we could talk to a few of them because, um, you know, I, again, I've famously met one Ranger that was kind of a jerk, but mm-hmm. you know, every other Ranger I've ever met subsequently since then have been the nicest people ever. Uh, so yeah, kind of just looking forward to like our our weird way of reviewing you know history of power rangers and again the beauty of that is that uh it'll be a patreon show so if you know if you're listening and you're like oh i don't want to hear these guys talk about uh you know these 25 year olds that are pretending to be teenagers uh that's fine you don't have to um but yeah so that'll just kind of be some of the stuff and then i mean knowing us the amount of just like random you know randomness might just record some extra stuff and throw it up there anyway you know that's the beauty of having a patreon yeah um but uh yeah so that's kind of that and again more more details will will come out when when need be um but dave i'm very excited earlier in the week um friend of the show former guest of the show uh sponsor of the show Vinny. he posted a, a a link kind of just like hey everybody go watch psycho gorman and that's really mm-hmm. all I've been talking about, just nonstop. Yes. And without you've been obsessed. Oh, I I'm fully immersed in the world of Psycho <laughs> Gorman. Uh, I already pre-ordered my Hunky Boy edition, uh, which is <laughs> which is a perfect segue because there I was like posting a comment, and I see you going, uh, you know, not my Hunky Boys, and immediately I was like, Dave finally saw the movie. Uh, well, how how did you feel about the movie? I, I know you probably aren't as obsessed as I am, but uh, what were some of your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I, I love I love any movies that kind of do an homage to like 80s and 90s style sensibilities. Um, so like we, we've been getting a lot of that, especially in the horror genre. Like if you if you like uh, The Void, that's one of them. And actually, I think one of the co-creators of The Void actually did this movie. Um, it's a little more tongue in cheek. It's less earnest. Um and I, I think what you described, the way you described it last week was perfect. It's like if Troma did like a Power Rangers movie and uh, like there, there's some wacky villains in there. Um, there's some it's really tongue in cheek comedy. Um, but the story was good. I, I'm not as obsessed with it as maybe like you or Vinny are. But um, yeah, the the hunky boys line is a callback to something that happened earlier in the movie and then they paid it off at the end and it's really about just you know hunky beefcakes in in a you know not a nudie mag but like an ogling mag and uh as soon as they paid it off at the end of the movie i popped so hard and like whatever quibbles i had about any of the movie it made it completely worth it like 
I'm all in. Go ahead and make Psycho Goreman too if I get more hungry voice. So yeah, you know, like it's just like I keep just you know, it's the most fucked up version of ET. Uh, you know, like ET meets the Power Rangers with like a little bit of yeah. goosebumps like sprinkled in there. Uh, and, goosebumps, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And you know, one of the things that like I like about it is just like specifically with Mimi, the main character, the girl, you know, who finds the the parallax crystal or whatever it is, it is. Um, yeah, like there's no character progression with her. You know, you we meet her and she's kind of just this spoiled brat of a character, very bossy, very mean to her brother. Um, yeah, and doesn't and that doesn't change. You know, you don't yeah. like. There's not some big even at the end, like kind of a little bit of a character, but like it almost reminded me of Boogie Nights. How like at the end of Boogie Nights, none of these people have changed. Nothing was learned. <laughs> Nothing was learned. Like, granted, yeah. everyone went through some shit, but like, you know, the the only person that learned anything was Psycho Goreman, mm-hmm. one, and he just went about doing what he was doing anyway. So. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like, listen, if you guys haven't already watched and you're listening to this, please uh, go ahead and just like rent it. Like, I promise you, it'll be worth yeah. worth your time, worth your money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you'll, and listen, you'll either really love it or really hate it. And based on that, you know, like. It's the John Cena of horror movies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It'll deny me an autograph at 12 year old at 12 years old in the <laughs> snow. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been like a lot of it was kind of like a weird week this week here at the shop. Um, I've, oh, I got my I got my covid vaccine. I don't think I've talked about that publicly yet. How you feel? Um, well, first off, uh, I mean, I feel I feel fine. Like my arm was a little sore yesterday, but good now. Um, yeah. But it's, so I, I show up to this place to go get a shot, and like uh, some of us from work, we you know we left to to go get our shots. Um, I show up to this place over on the south side, and uh, as I'm leaving, I see uh, one of our coworkers, Jacob. Uh, he's one of the printers. I see him. I'm like, oh, hey, we're kind of just chit-chatting. You know, he goes his way, I go my way. Uh, so you get to this facility and you have to, like, wait in this one line to get up to the front desk where, uh, you know, they basically kind of check you in and things like and, and stuff like that, ask you where you work. Um, I tell the lady, she's like, oh, she's like, there was someone else who worked, uh, you know, Creative Ventures, too. He was just here. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Jacob, yeah, I just saw him on the way out. You know, I'm like, oh, cool. And then I'm, I'm I go into the other room, and then like there's there's a man standing there letting you know like all right here you know here's the pen, go to the table fill out these forms blah blah blah, uh, you know I gotta preface this with of course me being me I'm in a head to toe pro wrestling tease everything you know I'm such a whore for, <laughs> for you're uh, walking basically you know down to the yeah. fucking pro wrestling tease tattoo. Um, but yeah, uh, you know the guy's like, "Oh yeah, hey." He goes, "Another guy from you know from the from this place was just here." I'm like, "Yeah, yes, I guess he was. I just yeah, saw him out there or whatever." Uh, I go fill out my forms and I go over to the ladies with the laptop like I'm supposed to. And wouldn't you fucking know it? What What do you think these ladies ask me? They ask, uh, "Bro, are you with the other guy who was just here?" And I'm like, "What did he tell all of you people that everyone is just so like?" you know like oh jacob he was just here and so Take i go him him. exactly and i go into the room where i'm getting the shot and they're just like whoa they're like 
they're like somebody else from pro wrestling tees and i was like what the fuck and the guy goes is it true there's a wrestling school there too that's fucked up and i'm like yeah <laughs> i guess he just like really hit it off with these people um and oh yeah so all your thunder all that they could they would have seen all your billboards and you could have told them all that stuff but yeah they could beat you. no and i mean but it, it was fine it was cool like i was talking i wound up talking like back to the future with like the doctor so and mind you i'm very squeamish when it comes to needles and i know what you guys are thinking you're covered in terrible tattoos how could that be possible um just two different things you know like, it's a different yeah yeah getting blood drawn or getting some sort of shot way different than getting tattooed um but yeah. no yeah like i you know i when i got the shot and i was like i felt good i felt great i didn't i i guess the second dose is when you like get hit harder um yeah so i'm kind of not looking forward to that as much um but no i'm, I'm good and like i know some people are like no i don't want to and like listen if you know if, if you're anti-vaccine I, I i don't really know what to tell you you know yeah. like some people might not get it um but i just you know i want to just kind of protect everyone around me you know and like yeah. if i turn into a gay frog because of this vaccine like everyone thinks so yeah and then so be it that's fine you know like you're so full of frog DNA anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like all those dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm so full of frog DNA, which I still, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of Jurassic Park, um, I've, like, I found online, there's been like a recent like resurgence in people being fans of Jurassic Park 3. Like, oh, yes. I don't, how do you feel about Jurassic Park 3? Because that one, that one is a, one of those movies where, um, my brother growing up had two VHS tapes. One was Shrek and the other one was Jurassic Park 3. And so I yeah. watched those two more times than I can even count, you know? So let, let me ask you because if I remember correctly, I had a very bad experience with this movie. Is this the one where William H. Macy pays to go look for someone on the island? Yes. Okay. A fun story about that. So my stepson, Jake. Uh, when he was a kid, loved dinosaurs. Everything was dinosaurs. Dinosaur toys, dinosaur birthday cakes, dinosaur clothes. Everything was dinosaurs. This guy was loving dinos. So I got I got to think of what what year did that come? You know, I'm gonna look it up real quick. But like one year, he wanted to go see uh, Jurassic Park three in the theaters, and at the time, we were kind of keeping him away from the theaters because he was too young and you know if you're ever a parent of a young child those are not very fun times especially when they want to go to movies but here let me look real quick 2001 okay so he was eight i'm trying to do the math now in my head he was like five or something four mm -hmm. or five and so he was in there we're watching the movie and i guess there wasn't enough dinosaurs to keep him occupied because he was fidgeting he was climbing on the seats uh, just being obnoxious, dumping his popcorn all over the floor. I'm like, Gee. and then he, like every three seconds, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And it wasn't because he had to go to the bathroom. It's because he wanted to like mess around with the faucets. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess cause he's, he'd never been in a theater. So like I missed a good chunk of that movie. And I think I ended up like silently resenting it. I don't think I ever went back to revisit it. But basically, 
my young stepson ruined Jurassic Park 3 for me. See, like, it's definitely, like, I enjoy it more than uh, Lost World, Jurassic, just yeah. Jurassic Park 2. Like, I don't know what it is about that one. Like, it's just, I don't, you know, like, I just, I'm not a big fan of it. And listen, Jurassic Park 3, not that much better. Like, I love it famously for, there's a, a scene where Sam Neill, he's uh, daydreaming. He's like, he falls asleep on a plane and he, like, mm-hmm. uh, he wakes up, like, and there's nobody in the plane. It's just, like, empty. And then he looks next to him and there's a raptor and he just goes, Alan. <laughs> and he, like, wakes up because they're like, Alan, wake up. He's like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, you know, again, very it almost kind of feels very like clunky at points um but yeah i i again i was just watching random like because that's what i'll do when i can't sleep just watch random videos and there was one where it was like jurassic park it was like random things in the background that like you didn't notice or like original ideas because i guess for this next jurassic park movie um there's supposed to be some sort and they they went into it a little bit um with the last one that came out um a dinosaur human hybrid i guess they've been trying to do this since lost world since like jurassic park 2 yeah and uh there was like a whole thing where this like jurassic park 3 was supposed to feature like dinosaur human hybrids and for one reason or the other they you know they like no we don't want to do that and again the, the the hot rumor is that for this next movie um coming out god knows when I, I mean they already filmed it but god knows when it'll actually come out that uh it's supposed to feature like dinosaur human hybrids which i feel i'm just like i don't know how i feel about that you know well i love the opinion so there's some movies that just don't need sequels right and i am the firm believer that like especially for its time jurassic park was a perfect movie it, it was a spectacle uh, it was an advancement in technology. Like we had never seen dinosaurs like that before, and it ended really well. You know, there's that iconic shot of the T Rex roaring in the ruins of this place, and the banner says, "When dinosaurs ruled the earth." Mm-hmm. And like to me, a- as a viewer, I'm fine just imagining what happens on the island after all the humans leave. Now, granted, if the sequels don't get made, there's billions of dollars of toys and licensing that doesn't happen. So I get why they make the sequels. But like to me, like Jurassic Park in and of itself is a real perfect movie that like, listen, we're talking dinosaur human hybrids. It's jumped the shark. You know, it's the same thing. Like, I know you're not the biggest fan of, uh, you know, the, the Fast and Furious movies. It's just like these guys were street racers and now they're like drifting on top of submarines on the ice throwing torpedoes at each other and like the rock is holding a chain of you know uh semi trucks from a helicopter over a cliff like this is ridiculous and so you really got to raise the bar over and over again until it doesn't make sense and like we're probably at that point now see yeah like that's that's kind of why like I appreciate the Marvel movies and that'll, this will kind of be a little segue into getting to talk about WandaVision. But like the one thing with the Marvel movies is that they, they find, they consistently find a way to like, like one, you you know, do something crazy, do something big, but then make the next iteration of whatever comes next, like not feel small, you know, like you have a end game and then you have Spider-Man come afterwards and like, 
how do you you know it's like well how do you do anything after um or, or you, you know you, even let me take it back to to ant-man 2 you know yeah. like you just had infinity war where everyone disappeared it's this you know it's uh empire strikes back basically of uh the marvel universe where you're just like oh shit what the bad guys won and then like ant-man has like that task of you already know what's gonna happen so how do you follow it up and like those movies just all those universes are so like tightly built that you can tell your own story with like the larger story still looming in the background it doesn't take away from it you know as opposed to like movies that just like those fast and furious movies like i think they're going into space next because like what do you what do you do next are you so that's the that's the perfect analogy to uh fast and furious in space and that's the problem with like a lot of movies is they stack on top right so Imagine, if you will, uh, a Jenga tower, and you're just putting stuff on top, and it's just getting taller and taller and more wobbly, and eventually it's just going to fall over, right? Mm-hmm. What, Marvel, what Marvel is really good at doing is instead of stacking the Jenga tower, they put the blocks laterally. So you have like a wide base of Jenga blocks, and you're looking, you're like, wow, look at this pile of Jenga blocks. Isn't, isn't this amazing? And then sometimes they'll go up. But like if we just had Avengers movies where they're just fighting the big bad against the big bad eventually it's just like where where do you go from here so they're really good at spreading it rather than stacking it i think is a would be a good does i don't know if any of this makes sense in my brain it's no no i i get what you mean yeah because listen you know you kind of talk about whether you know you spread it out or, or stack it all together uh with the movies i feel that that is fine that is great spread it out spread it out over years but with the tv not everything has to be like the biggest dire situation like ant-man's perfect like you know they're fighting they're fighting with like thomas the train engine whizzing by mm-hmm. and you know for the movie that's a big stake but it's not like universe ending so exactly but like you know you like with the tv shows and this is this will be us getting into wandavision like i hate yeah. i hate that method like i'm so used to with marvel movie marvel properties in particular because even the netflix shows was everything at everything at once and like this latest episode of wandavision i've heard some people like how do you feel about it let's get into that first how did you feel about this latest episode of wandavision um so okay let me preface it by saying my theory is that the more we see of the outside world the longer they'll be that didn't come to bear in this episode it seemed really short Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think I, i think it was probably the exact same length as the other ones but like because we got more interesting, meaty stuff, it went quicker. So, so there's that. Um, I did like that we saw kind of before and after stuff of what happened. Um, it was a little bit of a step backward, but you know, we got to see what was happening on the outside while the stuff was happening on the inside, which I thought was cool, and it kind of helped set the table a little. There's been a lot of table setting, which a lot of people don't like, and I get that, but like. Um, yeah, we're starting to see, um, it's tur- the, we're at a tipping point where it's not like the happy sitcom anymore. We're starting to see the sad kind of sinister side a little bit more, which is where I think kind of everyone's ready to go now. Like, Hey, what's going on? What's who's pulling the strings? What's making this happen? Um, did we get enough of that last episode? I don't think so. 
Um, but Kevin Feige did say uh, that as the show keeps going on, there will be varying lengths of the episode. He did say more. I can't imagine there'll be less time because, I mean, 30 minutes is short for something like this. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they did a lot of groundwork setting and we got to see a far less sitcom, more real world implication, real world in quotes, obviously. But um, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, this episode was just, it was all exposition. I will say the, the one... The one, of exposition. Well, one thing I did like was they showed you from a different perspective what uh, coming back after disappearing, like how that was. Because, yes. uh, you know, you're introduced to Monica Rambeau and she's literally in a hospital just kind of just is getting like undusted or, you know, un uh, unsnapped yeah. away. And she's like running and around. I, like, I liked how they did it, too, because like the dust thing happens. Right. And they're just ash. But when she's coming back, it's like it's colored. It's like the bits of her instead of disintegrating, they're really pieces of her coming together. And then you like hear like the memories kind of being voiced in the background. That was a cool touch. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and bec- also because they took it like a bit more serious, like in mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming or Far From Home. It, they played it for comic effect. Yeah, they played it for comic effect. Which, like. It, it's fine, I guess, but like it, it was nice to see, you know, a little bit of a more serious take on it, and like especially when they're just like, you've been gone for five years, like your mom yeah. died too, and then you know you're introduced to sword and kind of just how that that's working, and yeah, you know, like I, again, that was fine, but it, it just feel like it to me. It felt <laughs> like about I, I described this way to Matt Nix. It felt like an episode of Monday Night Raw where they say there's there's something big there's something big that's gonna happen tonight tune in wait wait till the third segment something big is gonna happen and then you get to it and they're just like all right something cool's we're you know we're gonna show you a little bit but you gotta tune in next week which like again that's the way most tv works you know they try to get you to tune in next week but like it kind of just at the end of it i it at the end of it, it kind of just felt like a big, like, yeah, fuck you. Come back next week. You know? And again, that's just one man's opinion. That's just how I felt. Like, and I'm going to be complaining because we don't get all the episodes at once. It's going to be the same thing with, with all the shows. You know, I'm going to be fully transparent because I am spoiled. I, I want them all. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that too. Like to an extent, like there's a part of me that, that wants all of them because I'm greedy and I, w- I want all of them. But like, I do kind of like, I like the fact that we can kind of stretch out the experience over a couple, like several weeks and talk about it. Whereas like we would have been done talking about WandaVision a week ago, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's frustrating, but it's also, you know, Hey, it's, it's a nice thing to look forward to. And, and the other thing is like my, you know, my wife, I think I said this last week, but she was, she kind of paid attention to all the Marvel stuff, but wasn't really like, she's kind of like, what well, what's going on with vision and this lady again? And like, what's the, and so like some of the exposition helps her. Um, but I can see where it's getting a little bit annoying. Like let's start, let's get to it now. Let's start. Uh, let's bring up Mephisto already. All right. We know that's where you're going. Yeah. Like, I guess uh, there was like the one, uh, 
the Charlie from It's Always Philadelphia scene where they had like this board up with everyone's different names and stuff <laughs> like that. And uh, I guess the only two people that didn't have like a confirmed alter ego were the actress who plays Dottie, which some people have theorized okay. she might be Mephisto, um, yep. as well as uh, Ag- Agnes. Um, or Agnes, yeah. Yeah, who everyone, they're like, oh, she's... Uh, Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fine. Like, I... So there's Evan Peters is cast in the show, you know. We talked about Evan Peters. So my theory is, if, is if, if Dottie is playing Mephisto, maybe Evan Peters just is reprising his role as Quicksilver because there is going to again, there's going to be a lot of fuckery with. Uh, so can I say something? And this may be future spoilery. Shoot, brother. Anyone, anyone so, listening to this is, is you know, I hope yeah. that you know we're fucking, yeah, you know, just shooting so, shit around. My brother's, my brother last night was over and we were cooking tacos and he said he saw leaked footage that happened um, for either the next episode or one of the next couple episodes where, again, if you don't want to hear it, please just fast forward like three minutes I'm just giving you a warning and I'm going to start spoiling now. Okay. So this footage reveals vision pushing through the border and he breaches the border. The sword agents are looking at him and he goes, something's trying to pull me back in and he gets pulled in. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess this is during the, the Halloween scene. Um, she thinks what one of the babies one of her children tells her daddy's in trouble, daddy's in trouble. And she's crying because she thinks he's dead. And then someone says, what's the big deal, lady? So you lost your husband twice. No problem. And it's Quicksilver from the, the Fox universe. Ooh, really? Like in costume as Quicksilver. Yeah. So, um, I haven't actually verified it to see it, but like, I don't know why my brother would lie to me about it, but he said he saw it and he was like, things are happening. So, I mean, if you're, if your theory is that the other Quicksilver is going to show up because of the casting, you're probably right. And see, like, and I would, I, that's something where I would be like, fuck yeah, because that's like, that's what yeah. I want to see. She is the most powerful mutant, the most powerful person in that yeah. universe. And like, just get to it already. We're four episodes in. There's five. Yeah. Oh, the, actually, I, I saw you know before we were recording that some something listed a potential tenth episode, um, for the show. So there might be an yeah. additional episode. But even then, it's like just get like if listen if in this next episode they introduce fucking Quicksilver, I will fucking shit my pants out of pure joy. Yeah. Wow. I do got to say, they had a pretty sweet jump scare um, where she turns around and it's Vision's lifeless husk talking. Mm-hmm. That shake me. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, it was very, very unsettling. Uh, yeah. But I, I think we talked about it last week where there was supposed to be a post credit scene for Endgame that they originally, they, they wind up scrapping all together because they were like, no, like, just... Let, just let it be its own thing but it was basically um uh wanda showing up to uh a morgue <laughs> i guess is what you would call it 
like a morgue yep. and then opening up a body bag and you see like Vision's lifeless husk and her just taking it with her and disappearing and which well, that would have set up the show. Um, right. Which I'm like, oh man, they probably should have filmed that. That actually kind of been, would have been pretty cool to see. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, I want to love this show. You know, yeah. I love the I I love both these characters, and I really want to love the show. But it's just like, you know, to me, they're doing the show a disservice by not just. And it, it sounds so first world, like give me everything at once. But like, you know, that's th not the nineties anymore or the early two thousands, where you have to do this weekly television. Like, if it's good enough, people will talk about it. And that's and the thing too is like. Not everybody watches it like all at once, you know. Like, take Stranger Things for an example. Um, they dropped every ep you know, they dropped all the episodes at once, and it wasn't until like a few weeks out where I, I saw everyone talking about the Stranger Things that I was like, All right, fuck it, let me watch it, you know. And it, I finally did, and I was like, Oh man, I love this. On, on top of even with the Marvel Netflix shows, they dropped all the episodes at once, and like, I watched them at my own leisure and like it didn't take away from it right so i don't know i mean it'll be interesting to see where, where, where they go with that um did you finally watch the trailer for godzilla versus uh kong yes uh, what did you think so i'm a pretty big godzilla fan not the biggest king kong fan but um some cool things some eagle-eyed viewers noticed what appears to be Mecha Godzilla in the trailer, which is pretty cool. Um, and then you see King Kong and Godzilla square off a couple times in the trailer, and almost every time Godzilla's whooping or King Kong is whooping Godzilla's ass, which you know I take umbrage with. But um, no, there's just like cool little details. Like um, there's a scene; they're in the middle of a city. Godzilla does his atomic blast and King Kong has this mega axe and he's coming down. And if you look closely, the axe blade is made of one of the spines off of Godzilla's back. And so it's getting hit with this energy and it's charging up and he hits him and it explodes. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of fan theories going around that like maybe there's two Godzillas in the movie. One is Becca Godzilla with uh, like kind of like the Terminator with like a a, God, a Godzilla flesh around it and then he's the one causing all the trouble and Godzilla's really trying to fight him and I think eventually you know they did King Kong versus Godzilla back in the day where uh, you know I think for Japanese audiences Godzilla won and for American audiences King Kong won I think in this movie they're going to be fighting long enough to find a common foe and then they'll team up and beat that one up is what I think will happen so I got a little bit of a spoiler. Ooh, spoil me. Uh, again, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want this Godzilla versus Kong movie spoiled for them. Um, you know, skip ahead a minute or two. Uh, there was a leaked image of the back of one of these Funko Pops because right now they have like the toy fair going on. Yeah, yeah. Where they're announcing a bunch of pops and they announced several Kong and Godzilla ones. Uh, on the back of one of the boxes was Mecha Godzilla. And so people are theorizing like that the Godzilla that we see fighting Kong is, is Mecha Godzilla. Is Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. And there will be, you know, at some point Godzilla, you know, 
rips his skin off or something and you see like the mecha godzilla underneath which i think would be pretty cool like again i'm not yeah. i'm not the biggest like kong or godzilla fan i watched the matthew broderick uh godzilla as a kid and enjoyed it you know not enough to obviously get involved in like the whole godzilla universe and uh i really enjoyed like peter jackson's kong movie when it came out like i remember yeah. I, had a, I remember did you did you ever play the video game yes yeah. That was actually at the time was like a pretty big advancement in video games was like how good that game looked. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, I remember GameStop had like a, you could, I think it was, I think it was like on the Xbox or something. You could just yeah. like, yeah, you just walk in there and fucking just start playing the thing. So that was fine. And then like Kong skull Island, the last one that came out also a fun movie. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to watch it. Like I, I really don't have, you know, whoever wins, awesome <laughs> you know like i don't i have no uh no horse in the race no huh? horse in the race yeah no i have no uh i have no kaiju in the race you know it's just you know it's funny is you mentioned the matthew broderick film the japanese audience hates it uh the, they, the american audience also hates it yeah i mean they they refer to him like he's still so they they've had him show up in other like uh, like toho series uh like uh, Godzilla movies, and they refer to him as Zilla. Um, and they say that because they say the Americans took the god out of Godzilla. <laughs> that's that's how much they hate the fucking character. <laughs> really? So, oh, Jesus. Yeah. He's okay. known as Zilla. Okay, I mean, I guess I I, <laughs> I guess I understand the hate uh, for yeah. it. I mean, a little odd, but I mean, hey, it, to each their own, you know. Yeah. Um, everyone has you know, their, their preference in Godzilla, like, um, Hey, again, just whoever has their preference. Um, yeah. yeah Cause it's, I also saw like a lot of, you know, you know, kind of like mentioning everyone has their preference. I've the Snyder cut or got, it's like official release. I believe it's March 18th, um, which is the day before Falcon and winter soldier comes out. And, you know, there's like a lot of people just kind of still like uh, about it. And I'm like, listen, I wanted to like Ben Affleck's Batman a lot more than I did, you know, because um, like uh, Braden Harrington and, and Davey Portman and friends of the show from your guests on the show, they've been reviewing the Batman movies and like they're now at like the Schumacher ones. And like, I completely forgot Val Kilmer is Batman. Uh, like, <laughs> until people like bring it up and it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he was Batman. Kind of same with like Clooney where I'm like, George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, he was Batman. And like, I very much felt like Ben Affleck could have and should have been a better Batman. You know? Yeah, I agree. And like, I don't, I don't feel like it was his fault. Like same thing with like Jared Leto. People give Jared Leto like a lot of shit and it's like, sure. But like, when you're given shit to work with, like, what do you, you know, when like your things get taken away and everything gets changed last minute, like, what do you fucking expect to happen? So I, I don't, I don't give him as much. I I know a lot of people have that sentiment. I think, I think they took away so much from, from him because it was bad. That's my opinion. And I just guess like, I guess it's tainted by, um, so like he's Heath Ledger did his Joker and like you know tales have been told about how he wanted to stay in character and you know he locked himself in a room for like weeks or whatever 
Um, and then Jared Leto kind of did the same thing, except like he did like really douchey stuff to his castmates. Like he would send them like dead rats and like use condoms and, you know, it's just like, all right, that's, you're taking it a little in a little bit of a weird direction. So, I mean, it does suck to be him. And I will say a lot of the character choices probably were forced upon him. Um, but yeah, I, I do have a little more sympathy for Ben Affleck. Um, it's just hard being Batman. That's, that's a pretty big, like if you think about it, there's been a lot of people that have played Batman and not a lot have had critical success. So, Main, I mean, a, it's mainly just been Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. Yeah. And that's like, what, 20 years apart from each other, like, uh, in the role? Well, and here's the thing, too. Like, and this is just like a weird out-of-the-box thinking about the character, is that uh, Ben Affleck got in, like, really good shape. He got ripped and buff, right? Mm-hmm. The, the problem is you look like an oaf in the suit if you're big because they put so much padding on you. So, like, if you look at Affleck Batman, he looks he looks like he's made of pillows because he's muscular and then he's got pillow muscles on top. I I always think that, like, the Dark Knight, like, uh, Christian Bale's Batman looked gigantic in Batman Begins. But when he slimmed down, he looked perfect in the suit because now he could add layers and, like, look like Batman. So Well, I, I think they were going for, like, more of, like, a Frank Miller Batman for Ben yeah, Affleck. But- I just don't think that those proportions work. So. No, I don't. It, it looked cool sometimes, but sometimes he just looked. He really looked like he was in a pillow suit, and I was like, "Oh." No, that that definitely makes sense. Like I, I get what you mean with there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. Like I know they're they're introducing Martian Manhunter as well, which is. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm shocked that it's taken this long for them to have done that. As you know, yeah. the character should have been introduced a long time ago. Much more popular. Yeah, and listen, I to me much more of a of a better character than fucking um, what's his face uh, cyborg. <laughs> uh, not a big cyborg. <laughs> no, it's you know like the way they very much just like stop trying to make it happen. Like cyborg's not gonna you know. Um, yeah. But no, I mean you know that that's also coming up too. So that'd be pretty interesting. Um, kind of swinging things back to like the Marvel universe. I don't know if you saw uh, John Barenthal supposedly like coming back to. Uh, there's like two rumored Punisher related projects that he's going to be involved with. Um, I I'm wondering how they're going to do that because like, I mean, are we, are we talking like movies or shows? No, I, I think he's going to be involved in shows. Like, I don't I don't think they're doing a Punisher movie ever. I just I just wonder how like they don't really have a lot of uh violent R rated content on Disney Plus. So it's gonna be weird to see how they do that. Like I don't even think they have Deadpool on there. Well um, Deadpool three uh, is gonna be rated R. Yeah. Yeah, but I like I are they gonna put it on Disney Plus? I, I don't know what I don't know what their threshold for something like that is. Um but I'll take more John Bernthal Punisher any day of the week. Well, there was some sort of like rumored, um, like, I think they might've said it was either something like an additional Disney plus, like for, uh, for, cause they have so much of a back catalog with all their like Fox, with all the Fox films. And I yeah. think they said they would either use Hulu as a as a way because i mean hulu and disney one and the same 
that they would either yeah. use Hulu to like release all that stuff, or there would be some sort of like Disney, you know, XXX. And that's not what it's called, you know, but like some sort of Disney adult sure. show. Yeah. But I mean, it, it'd be an interesting thing, especially if I, I just hope they don't <laughs> charge you another like $10 or whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah. but now, yeah, like uh, John Barron, I liked him in daredevil. I, didn't really care to watch his own actual show like to me daredevil to me daredevil is like the incredible hulk where like come in hit your spots and get the fuck out you know like i how awesome would have been to see john barenthal just mowing down fucking thanos's army in like that end game scene you know yeah like that's all you gotta do but uh yeah no i mean it's it's always just I, I it's always so disheartening like reading like oh this is coming this is coming because you just you don't know when any of it is actually coming you know like they just started well, yeah and with covid too like the whole roadmap is like out the window now like we we were getting like coming soon coming soon coming soon and everything like ground to a stop so they did just start filming the next thor movie so i'm i am pretty stoked about that um this, I mean, anyone who knows me knows how much I love fucking Thor Ragnarok. It's for sure like up there as far as like my favorite Marvel movies. Um, yeah, and this one will be interesting too because the Guardians of the Galaxy will be involved in in this as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be fun to see that. And speaking of hunky boys, I mean, my God. Oh yeah, the hunky, the hunkiest of boys. Oh, uh, ripped. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll kind of just like wrap it up there. You know, it's kind of just more of a, more of a me and Dave kind of just going back and forth. Um, again, you know, if, uh, if you guys can, if you guys already have it, uh, head over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. It helps with the algorithm so that people find our show easier and, uh, leave us a review. You know, it's, it's always one of the nice things to hear, like, uh, you know, friend of the show, um, Ryan Mears, you know, he, he's always posting such wonderful things and he says such wonderful things about us. And, uh, you know, we like hearing those kinds of things, you know, anytime anyone has anything good to say about us, it's like, fuck yeah. We, you know, we, we definitely appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, again, you know, go, go check out some of our older episodes too. If, if you haven't already seen some of them, uh, or seen some of them, you haven't seen any of them, you've listened to that. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately you guys, it's about that time of the show, that time of the week where if I'm looking at my clock and it's not lying to me, uh, it's time for, uh, me to go shovel some fucking snow because, uh, I've run out of things to say. Yeah. And I've already shoveled my snow, but I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap after this. So I too have run out of things to say. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, for the PWT cast, I've been scrump and this is Stank, and this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.